War Games! War Games! War Games! War Games! All right. WrestleBuzz Survivor Series post show. It's Joseph Crush. It's Gurge Brooms. Yeah, what's, what's going up? On? What's going on, buddy? How, how you doing? How'd you how did you enjoy the show, sir? Uh, listen, man. Uh, if you listen to the preview show, everybody knows that I'm mm. a War Games Mark. I love it so much. The fact that they brought it to the main roster was awesome. Um, I like the presentation of the cage tonight too. Um, I kind of miss the uh, the lasers. You know, I don't know if you remember from the NXT, they would lower the cage and like sh- fire off like a thousand lasers, and yeah. it was pretty dope. But um, the way they presented it tonight was awesome. The overall show was awesome. I had a great time, uh, minus a few low points, which I'm sure we'll jump into. Uh, but bookend war games to war games, a phenomenal show. Yes, it was good. Uh, before we get into it, I kind of jumped ahead. Um, WrestleBus Podcast Network on any platform you can download podcast. You'll hear my my voice with the Wrestling Journal Podcast, Gurge Brooms with From the Top Rope. We got Joe that does Project Kayfabe as well. Uh, go check us out there and subscribe. Uh, but if you're here uh, live on YouTube right now after our Survivor Series, welcome. Hi. Or if you're watching later or listening later, how you doing? Um, yeah, the show was good, man. Uh, first War Games on the main roster. Uh, it was It was pretty fun. Uh, the two main matches, like you said, stuck out. I think that the the war games matches themselves stuck out. Um, let's just dive right in, I guess. Let's do it. The women's match started off the show hot. Team Bel Air versus Damage Control and uh, Rhea and uh, Nikki Cross. I guess Nikki Sorry, Cross I'm is pu- Damage Control, right? I'm listening to you, but I'm pulling up the the press conference. I was going to put it on the background. Sorry, oh, here nice. we go. We got it up. Sami Zayn's with uh, Paul Heyman right now. Oh, Sorry, cool. right. <laughs> pulling it up. We're in a ratings war right now with uh, WWE for press <laughs> um, Smart move, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of like Nitro back in the day. Um, that I think a lot of good spots in that match. I think the I, I went into it. You know, I, I said it on the podcast. You're, you're always worried a little bit about how the 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 how extreme they will go with the girls. And if they could pull everything off. And I think they did really well today. Dakota Kai got the shit kicked out of her. Uh, respect yeah. to her. I think she was, they said she was in four War Games matches, I guess, down in NXT, which is pretty wild. Yeah. The, I mean, I always, I think she did, uh, this was her fourth, I think. I mm-hmm. think this was her fourth. And, but that first one, if you remember, she turned on uh, Tegan Knox right at the beginning. So yes. she never even entered in there. Come on, Michael Cole. I need you to get some continuity <laughs> built into it. This was yes, this was her fourth, but she never entered the first one. But uh, yeah, she absolutely got the shit beat out of her tonight. <laughs> and it, there's that's the MVP. Other than Sami Zayn, uh, the MVP is uh, definitely Dakota Kai, just taking the gnarliest of bumps possible. Yeah. She took that final bump too. Um, obviously, Eo Sky was on the table with her too, but she took that final bump and took the pin, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it was Becky that uh, she went off the top of the cage, man. I mean, I first first match back doing a big spot like that, pretty pretty dope from Peggy. I mean. I've seen – so I was trying to think about when she started climbing up that cage, man. I was trying to think. Like I know – I mean obviously Becky's awesome. She's one of the best workers that WWE has. And also on top of that, she's a goddamn star on the top yes. of that. Mm-hmm. The But I was trying to think about her bumps. Like the – I think we're losing, losing Gurge here unless it's me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think you're going along. Are you there? You good? Uh, can you hear me? I can yeah, hear you. Yeah, good. We're good. Oh, shit. Right. Well, hold on. We must be losing the ratings war to WWE. <laughs> Let me turn it off. Turn it off. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. So I don't know where you, you left off, but I was talking about Becky Lynch taking bumps. Yes. And yeah. uh, I, I remember her doing the last woman standing match and uh, with Charlotte back at Evolution. And I remember her doing a couple cool ladder bumps on there, you know, onto a table and stuff. But 
I don't think, I mean, I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember her seeing her do like something that ridiculous. Like that was off the top of the cage. I mean, you talk about the instability of just being up there, the timing, the everything, the ass pain she's got to have right now. Props <laughs> to Becky Lynch for showing up, man. Yeah, I think I think you kind of brought up a good point. The last one standing match with Charlotte was kind of the what I all I remember from her taking any type of big spots like that. For her to go to the top of the cage through the table through two girls, damn. That unexpected to be to be honest. I wasn't I wasn't picturing her taking that large bump after being out for how however many months. Um Yeah, I thought with her coming in last, it was definitely an attempt to protect her. Sure. So yeah. and then for her to take that gnarly bump and get the pin at the end, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh Alexi didn't really stick out much for me in the match, but I did see someone post yeah. a picture at the end when they were all holding hands. She kind of like had a, like an evil look on her face. I'm not sure if you picked uh, that sure. up. So no. we'll see what happens there. I'm not sure where they're going with that. Um yeah, Team Belair came out on top. Uh, like we said Becky got the pin on Dakota. Uh, where do we see uh, the future of like these this f- ten woman group? I guess this is what we're seeing on Raw, mostly on Raw, right? I think a lot of yeah. a lot of those chicks are on Raw. Um, are we going down the path of Rhea and Be- Bianca? I think they kind of tease that. Where, where do you see like this all heading with all with all the girls? First off, I talk a lot of great things about Dakota Kai taking the bumps yeah. and obviously uh, Becky Lynch doing that amazing spot at the end, but freaking Rhea Ripley. If she's oh, not man. the number one women's wrestler in WWE, she looked powerful. And this is one of the criticisms I have. I have a lot of times with, uh, I mean, it's really with women wrestlers too, is their work punches don't really look that good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll talk about work punches here in a little bit when Shotzi gets brought up, but mm-hmm. so I get worried about work punches, uh, with women. Sometimes they just, they look fake to me sometimes. Um, but not Rhea Ripley, man. She walked in there and beat the living shit out of everyone when she walked in. And, uh, if she doesn't get a title shot, if she, she is absolutely the Bianca Belair opponent, either at the Royal Rumble or, you know, a raw leading up to that. Since I think the Royal Rumble is the next pay-per-view, right? We don't have anything else before this. So I believe so. Um, yeah. Because I, I definitely, I mean, I don't know if we want Bianca going into WrestleMania with the belt either. So that's like a whole nother conversation. So um, if you're going to try to get the belt off of Bianca, hands down, after War Games tonight, absolutely has to be Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think she going back to SummerSlam uh, before she got hurt or leading going into SummerSlam, um, she was the number one contender. Oh, yeah, so she kind of right. has that. Then she got hurt. Right. She's come back. She hasn't really done too much besides like the side jobs with uh, – with um, Judgment Day, so I think she's due, and I think yeah. we, what we've seen from her since her return has been like just progressing so well, just like kind of like Dom too, in a sense where like they both have kind of doing their own thing, but kind of making stars out of themselves uh, while doing that. Um, her her upper body, bro, like it was like, yeah. I don't Dude. even know how to describe it, man. She looked like Hulk Hogan walking in that <laughs> ring. She had to walk in sideways. <laughs> Those pull-ups she was doing inside the freaking cage oh, before was insane, man. <laughs> oh, I remember, Jesus. I remember uh, in high school gym class, I could—I mean, I'm a big guy, so you can look at me right now. But like, I could barely do one, if anything. And she was doing like non-stop, like pull-up. I was like, I mean, she's she like, should, I'm warming up. Yeah, she's getting juiced, juiced up, man. Um, EO Sky. Uh, vintage moonsault off the top of the cage. Not the first time we saw that. Uh, also, she did it without a garbage a garbage can wrapped around her, which of those uh, was missed. But I definitely think it's a safer bet doing the straight up moonsault. Got to give props there. 
Uh, Nikki I like Cross. the look on her face. I was gonna say I look. I like the look on her face when she landed it. Like she, like I don't. know. There was like a sense of joy. Like she knew yeah. she fucking killed it. And yeah. I love that. I think uh, I saw somewhere like someone said how she, they get so scared when she does because she never like looks back. She just oh, goes yeah. up and just goes. Like yeah. you got to catch me. That's it. That's what we gotta <laughs> do. It. Um, and then Nikki did well. I think I I think everyone did well. Like I said, Alexa didn't really stand out too much to me. She kind of played it safe, maybe. Asuka had brought back the mist, which we haven't seen in a little bit. So I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, the team Bel Air coming out on top. I thought it was a really fun match to start off the show. I think there were a lot of a lot of weapons involved, which is cool. Uh tables, trash cans, kendo sticks, chairs, the whole deal. Uh, I said in the group chat, man, yeah. uh, I'll I'll pop every single time for, or no, I love a table pop when the because especially because they were leading up to it, I think they were, I can't remember what they were pulling out before, like kendo sticks and like trash can lids yeah. or something like that. And the crowd is just booing the hell out of them. <laughs> and you hear the We Want Tables chants. And then that pop, not only when the tables are pulled from underneath the ring, but when they finally like get set up in the ring, like when you, they know the tables come in, the table pop is my favorite. For sure, they want. That's all they want. Those bloodthirsty fans of them, uh, especially <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> But yeah, Team Bel Air comes out on top. Uh, we'll see what happens there next for for Bianca. I mean, Becky's back. They could always revisit that. Uh, is Charlotte coming back soon? We don't know. So it, it's it's a toss up. What we're going to see going forward. I think a lot of people think uh, Becky's going towards Ronda at WrestleMania. I think we kind of discussed that on the podcast yep. this week. Um, so we'll see. I thought it was a good match. Start off the show hot. Uh, second match of the night, uh, probably. A dream match for most, one we've seen before, but kind of just revisiting that aspect is AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Be dead honest with you, bro. It was a good match. It was like there was no like I don't say there was flaws, but I, th- I think like when it comes to the expectations when we when we go into match like this, we're wearing over our heads. We kind of expect the, the best, and it, when we don't get it, we kind of get let down. And I think I did that to myself today, where I it was good, but I wasn't like I didn't like. I wasn't like salivating like during it or after. I wasn't. I'm not like super stoked about it. But I mean, it was a solid match. Um, I'm not sure what happens now with Judgment Day and uh, and the OC. But uh, what, what were your thoughts on the match? And what do you think we see after after the fact? Uh, hey man, I think we're on the same page with the match. Um, I mean, it's in the death spot, anyways, right? I think Chris Jericho's talked about it before and past, like the the, mm. the match, the second match on the card. And even though this is a unique card anyways, because only five matches yeah. and two of them are 45 minutes long, some, something has to go in that second uh, that second match. So I thought they put it in the right spot just because if there's anything to, that was still going to entertain people after an amazing women's uh, war games match, especially off – I mean, literally the crowd is still elevated off of that Becky Lynch uh, bump that she took. The – it was just a match, man. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. They they killed it, and I, you know, and they did a good job. But it was just a match. And um, honestly, I think he, I, I don't know where it goes from here because I don't know if it's. I mean, do I want to keep seeing the Judgment Day versus the OC? Do I want to keep like to me? This was a very little outside interference. I think they squashed mm-hmm. that pretty quickly. And for the most part, this was just a clean victory. AJ Styles over Finn Balor, and uh, that's it. Yeah, just a match. Nothing, nothing to to write home about. Um, I'm currently uh, 0 for two on my picks for the night. So, uh, if you listen to the preview show, I'm 0 for two because I definitely picked Finn going. <laughs> yeah, I had Finn as well. Uh, so, I think I was I'm one for one at this point. But um, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, outside interference kind of left early on in the, in the match. They kind of they kind of nixed that real quick. 
So I, I had envisioned Judgment Day helping Finn get the W, but it is what it is. I'm not mad about the the decision of the match. I'm just I'm, the match itself was just, it was good. That was just a good solid match. And I uh, you hope to see how many how many more times are we can get AJ versus Finn right one on one. So you kind of hope to see the the best of the best when we when we see matches for, with, the, with that caliber of talent uh, going up against each other. But um. And it- I know this is the previous match, but I would have loved to see Dominic Mysterio get involved with the women's war game match. That would be fun. <laughs> I don't he's know like, why. He's like a modern day uh, James Ellsworth. He'd, yeah, he'd man. Just slide slide a bat through the thing. I don't know, man. I, I would have been that would have been really funny. That would have been right up Dominic Mysterio's uh, uh, character, if you will. But yeah, he was just kind of there, and they had some stuff on the outside. But yeah, nothing nothing to write home about. Yeah, nothing. Um, I mean, not to be a, a double Debbie Downer in this, but the third match too, Ronda versus Shotzi. I think uh, again going into that, you either have you either it's either a, it's a love hate with Ronda. You either love her or you or I don't want to say hate, but you dislike her her character. I don't think anyone's kind of middle of the road. If you are, I mean respect, but like going into it's just her her title runs always seem a little less than what what we probably should get from her. I feel like just her caliber of uh, stardom and her ability. And just, I just don't like when she talks and she talks too much. Yep. And uh, Shotzi, listen, man, I'm a big fan of Shotzi in the sense of like, she's a wild card. She does crazy stuff, but I feel like every time I see her in a match or a big match or something, she's not like, it's just not clicking for her, at least on the main roster. Um, I know you have your opinions on this match. I know you you might be going in right now, but uh, Ronda came out on top. I think it was kind of like the lock of the night overall. If any, if you ask anyone, I it's the only one I got right. Yeah, uh, Ronda was kind of like the lock of the night pick. So, uh, what'd you think, Ben? I mean, not a, not a lot of praise on the internet if, if, from what I was seeing. Uh, listen, man. Uh, I, I mean, I dig Shotzi too. She's a good character, yeah. and uh, she has potential. Um, but I still see green pun intended. Like I still see a green wrestler. Um, I look, I think back to, to two things. One happened tonight. One happened a while ago. It was a while ago. I can't remember what it was. Um, damn, it may have been earlier this year. She was doing some type of angle in the ring and she, it wasn't a match. It was like a segment. And I I can't even remember who she was doing her finisher to. She does her finisher to the person. Um, you know, the person was cutting a promo. She ends up coming to attack her, does her finisher and instantly goes for the pin. And I was like, oh, that's because you're a goddamn bump and feed performance center. <laughs> You've just been practicing that over and over yeah. again. Girl, you ain't ready for the main stage. And then tonight, I really got irritated. This is going to sound petty. Before I bury her, I want to tell you the the spot that she did off the barricade into the fans mm-hmm. onto uh, Shayna and Ronda. That was awesome. I'll take that. That yeah. was super cool. Yeah, That was the highlight of the match. Um, but there was, a, I think, right after that, uh, they get her to the ring and Ronda does some type of like arm bar, arm bar suplex. I can't remember what it was. It looked funky um, off the top rope or off the middle rope maybe. And she obviously has one, the arm in a hold and then does the suplex. And obviously you can tell from the, the way the, the move hits, that's the arm. That's the targeted arm. Mm-hmm. And like, 1.5 seconds, uh, Rhonda does her selling off to the side and, Shotzi uses that arm to like brush the hair out of her face uh, or whatever. I was like, come on, man. Listen, <laughs> listen, we know what's going on here, man. But you guys sell it to me a little yeah. better than that. She just drops you on your fucking arm, bro. 
And then, of course, the match just ended and tap out. It was fine. Yeah. Um, it was a very obvious victory. Um, I, I said in the preview show, I wish they would have gone with a better uh, contender than Shotzi. Shotzi has potential, but just to be a uh, winner of a six-pack challenge and just thrown in here like, I've been bullied before. You know, I'm, I'm good. Mm. I'm hard past Shotzi. You're not beating the badass Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, even though her title reign is not the most pre- prestigious. Because um, if you think about her title reign before she got out, uh, and went had the baby and came back. Her title reign was super prestigious. Like she was defending it against people and real challengers. And um, and the Shotzi, that's who we're doing up against. So it yeah, was they, a two two out of five star match. And you think like going in and they they're they're at least they're looking like they're trying to make the Survivor Series like a top four pay per view again because everyone knows like it was kind of dwindling out to be the fifth like bringing money in the bank as the fourth. Um, yeah. So you, now they're they bring in War Games and make it a little more prestigious and you kind of want to like you think big matches and listen i respect that they're giving shotzi a shot pun intended and uh they it wasn't as quick a quick squash match she she gave a fight which is good i guess for for long term to make her for the future for her but she needs to work on things man it's clear yeah um like it's even if it's the little things like a lot of people are smartened up now where maybe we're nitpicking a little bit but it's still it's like we're not we're not stupid either so um hopefully she does because like i said i'm a big fan of hers and i want to see her do better but i think going back to a tag team of sorts or a uh maybe work on like a mid-card feud with someone uh just to kind of instead of going from tag team with raquel boom <laughs> to championship match yeah. like raquel could have been in there um, yeah, Raquel would have been a, a, a way better uh, or more believable contender. Absolutely. I, I don't still don't think she would have won, but absolutely more believable contender. Super Sonic Onyx came in lack of contenders on SmackDown, which is true. Uh, it's a va- valid point. I think you could argue Raquel could be in there um, from, from my per- my standpoint. But I guess if it's not Raquel and Shotzi, I mean, the, the six pack challenge had Lacey Evans that uh, Zia Lee. I was living there too. We don't. I, we don't want to see that again. And I forget who else is involved. But I think coming out of that match, it was either. I think going into that match, I was like Raquel or Shotzi have to be. It has to be one of them. So, um, it's a it's a valid point. Valid point. Um, match number four, triple threat, United States champion, Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. My bad. My bad. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> freaking Lashley and Austin <laughs> freaking theory. Um, I think going into this match, like leading up to whatever, all this, everything that happened, theories, cash and whatever. I was excited for it. There was a lot of build. The, the, the talent is there, right? But I think, yeah. uh, I, I mean, personally, I picked theory to win the title. I'm not going to blow smoke on my own ass, but like, I mean, Going into it, I, he was he was my yeah. Pick. You're a son of a bitch. That's yeah, what you I'm are. Yeah, I, I put that juju out into the world. Um, Is that your paper champion too? Every yep. He's I have him on my squad. Son too. of a bitch, man. <laughs> so yeah, got some points there. Um, Thepaperchampion.com, fantasy wrestling. Don't worry, got got a shout out, Eric. Um, but the match, man, banger. Oh, a yeah. lot of fun. A lot of cool spots. Seth Seth is fucking awesome. He is good really damn good and it's like and if you listen back Russell Russell Buzz Podcast Network we had a prediction show I have put the thought out there that Seth was going to lose this match and might be the next guy for Roman and he might Absolutely. win he might win I'm just saying the things could happen listen to the podcast get a full breakdown of what I said um, 
anywhere you download podcast. Uh, Gurge, the match was a banger. Fury's yeah. the new U.S. champion after you just failed the cash in the briefcase. I think I want to forget that, right? And yeah, I know it's absolutely. And is that me being a WWE fan? Yes, but I think there's room to forget that thing. I think it's Triple H taking over, saying that's not what I wanted beforehand. I would he wouldn't have had the briefcase if I was running the show. Let's have him lose it, and then let's could he could he have won the the U.S. title that way? Maybe. Maybe he could have just won it and then they had the triple threat, but this makes more sense. No, no, this was way better. Yeah, this was way better. Um, he has a little more mean streak now. He's pissed off he couldn't cash in. That's why he's acting this way. I think someone said that in the Discord. Might have been you. Um, what did you think of the match? The outcome wasn't you that said that, so whoever it was, I apologize. But uh, I don't know who was. Maybe <laughs> it was me. Maybe it was me. <laughs> it's a long day, <laughs> long weekend. Um, what did you think of the match, man? Man, hands down, uh, if you eliminate the War Games matches out of the way, this was hands down match of the night. And the let me tell you something. So I'm going to go on a rant here. I'm going to do a little bit of uh, – Let's do it. Let's uh, hear it. What do you call it? Damn, I, my brain's so fried. It's so late. Uh, will you talk about uh, – oh, see, my brain's fried. I was going to predict what's going to happen. That's what I'm going to do. Um, fantasy booking. There we go. I'm going to do some there fantasy booking. Okay. So um, – so coming up for everyone listening and watching and whatever you're doing, we're coming up with our end of year show. Our end of year show is going to be coming up and we're going to do our top list of the year, whether it be match of the year, show of the year, book of the year, whatever it is. I don't know what we're going to do yet. Yeah. But one of those things is we're going to have definitely going to have dumbest of the year, right? What was the dumbest thing that happened in wrestling? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you theory trying to cash in on the U S title during an open challenge and failing is absolutely going to be somewhere on that list. Sure. It was I was I was angry at it. I, I I talked about it on my podcast. It was just so dumb. With that being said, um, to kind of answer your question, going back and looking, Triple H had a not ideal situation. He had a money in the bank uh, briefcase holder who could never cash it in. Never. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you can consider him holding it all the way for a year, and maybe Roman loses the belt and then cash it in. But even then, that doesn't sound cool. Like Austin Theory is not WWE champion, universal champion, whatever. So they got the belt off of him in the weirdest – or the briefcase, excuse me, get the briefcase off in the weirdest, dumbest way, and it led to this. I don't think this moment would have been as awesome if it was a briefcase cash-in or if it was the result of a cash-in victory and this was like the triple threat rematch or whatever. Mm. Um, this was awesome, him winning the belt and some shifty, smart. He was smart, man. That's that's not shifty. That's I mean, yeah, it's shifty, but it's him being ultra smart. Yeah. Triple threat, man. There are no rules. And he didn't really break any rules. He just took advantage of a situation. And uh, damn, man, I got to give it props to him. And that whole finishing sequence, like that last 45 seconds, was absolutely awesome. And this leans in perfectly. I did put in the group chat uh, that <laughs> Seth Rollins needs to be um, – Roman Reigns' uh, opponent at the at the Rumble, especially when we talk about what happens in the main event, right? Because that changes everything. The main event went a completely different direction than mm-hmm. I ever thought it would go. So now the, there's no obvious contender. Seth Rollins, hands down, Royal Rumble, give these sons of bitches a ladder match, put both of those belts at the top, and have both of them climb up at the same time, have one take the Universal, mm-hmm. one take the WWE belt, and now you've split the belt and nobody looks weak, man. Oh. You can do it. You can do it, WWE. We believe in you. Uh, it's a it's a great take, man. And uh I you know, I was like I it was a question I want I always put out to myself, like how it needs to happen one way where they split Roman from the titles. How are we gonna do it though? How are they gonna get there? That seems fucking logical, man. Not my take. I read that on the internet. Please don't get me yes. for copyright. I'm just some dumb schmuck. I read on the internet. Internet is probably one of the best wrestling takes or the wrestling predictions, if you will, that I've ever heard beyond 
a few years ago when I, I saw someone say that Becky Lynch was going to find her way into the Royal Rumble and win the Royal Rumble and then challenge for the belts. That's the only two times I've ever seen like somebody <laughs> so awesome and so spot on. So bring it to us, Triple H. We believe in you, man. We believe in you. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, uh, a great way to split the titles and have Seth be the one carrying the other. T- I mean, it's a great, great way. I don't know how how you get there with the ladder match, but I guess it makes sense to – who thinks, it it's it's that's They'll the easy way. Um, but the triple threat match, like you said, the ending sequence well, leading up, the whole match was great, a, a lot oh, of great yeah. spots. Um, but the ending sequence was fire. Um, Lashley worked; they all worked well, really well together. I think they're all in different elements of their game. Um, and shout out to Fury, man, taking back what he uh, what he had before, and he failed to get with a briefcase. Uh, slowly but surely, forgetting the cash in. And we're back to where we, I think we should have stayed from to begin with, with him being United States champion. So uh, shout out to Theory. Um, should be bringing in a lot of contenders for that title and great matches going forward. So shout out to him and Seth and Bobby and all that. Match is great. Um, well, shout out, shout out to how over Seth Rollins is. For sure. Absolutely over. And this is why he has to be the, the next contender because regardless of his loss, I mean th- – I was chanting the damn song in my living room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's over, bro. He's over for sure. Uh, man, Roman Seth, bring it back. Let's go. It's about time, right? Um, speaking of Roman, Bloodline versus the Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre, and KO in War Games. I mean, lead up to this match has been great. Uh, the, the bloodline thing on its by itself with Sammy and Jay has been, I said it in Discord, like a movie to me, man. It's just like great stuff. The best I've seen in a very long time. Oh, yeah. And how they ended this match, man. Bloodline takes the victory. Sammy choosing his side, definitely. Sammy and Jay embracing was like holy like that like that's what i got mostly I, like you go into yeah. a match it's like that who thinks like a hug at the end of a match is what you're gonna get jacked up about but it got me there and and that's pro wrestling dude right isn't that what it is yeah like all these table spots all these chair spots these these high high impact moves and i i'm the most excited about a damn hug at the end right like this what the fuck is pro wrestling um same question I hit you with every match thoughts on the match the outcome in between what you think, man. So I, I can't remember if I talked about it in the preview, but um, to be completely honest, you could have literally put five random guys together to fight the bloodline. Um, I think they picked the five best people storyline storyline wise to put in there, but this wasn't about the faces. This wasn't about them, man. This was about yeah. the bloodline. And we talked about it in the preview where we talked about how's Sami Zayn going to fuck the matchup. How's he going to drop it? Mm-hmm. How's he going to ruin the relationship? And for them to just 180 that bitch and be like, we're going <laughs> to double down on Sami Zayn completely. Oh, I'm telling you, storytelling at its absolute best in this match. Those little moments where um, where Roman uh, held back um, – not Jay. What's the other one? Jim, Jimmy. Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy. I keep – damn, I suck at their names. Uh, twins. You know, I got twins too. You know, I know it's a, the rough life. He like held them back to send in Sammy and Sammy was like super hesitant because he can see them staring at him. Like all, yeah. all that little stuff, man. I don't even remember the big bumps. I remember a couple of the bumps, mm-hmm. um, but I don't, that's not what I remember. I remember uh, Sammy pulling Jay out of the way before mm-hmm. he got crushed in there. I remember obviously the low blow to Kevin Owens at the end. Um, obviously the hell of a kick and all that stuff. That's what I remember about the match. And that, 
uh, to your point, is pro wrestling, man. That's sure. what I want to see. The spots are awesome. The spots give me the adrenaline kick, but you got to have that story to finalize it out. And them all embracing at the end, and damn, how excited did they look, man? Yeah, like yeah, they knew. I'm telling you, if you go back and you watch the hug, the pop they got in that mm-hmm. building, you can tell that both of them were oh, they like we fucking did it, man. Yeah, we dude. did it. We just sold them the best story WWE's put out in years, and they're screaming at us in excitement. And bravo to the Budline, bravo to everybody, bravo to. Roman Reigns, who can't even sit in a cage without a chair. You know what I'm saying? The goddamn head of the table in a chair in the cage. And yeah, I don't know why I didn't figure it out. I was trying to figure out why they gave the faces the the advantage. And then, of course, a few a few rounds into the match, I was like, oh, yeah, that's because Roman needs to come out last. Yeah. And uh, he just killed it with the walk-in, man. Absolutely and on, and on top of that, too, I was going to just even get more into it. The, the advantage helped tell that story of them going through the struggle of trying to like they oh damn like, like it never it like you said it was never about the baby faces man like there was like a, maybe ko but like seamus whatever drew yeah. whatever you've been there you've done that butch and, and ridge did their thing gotta give props butch is like butch was like the uh the dakota kai of this match i feel like <laughs> i know you don't you like you, you said the story was took over more or less the spots but butch was taking some some decent spots there too oh yeah um uh yeah man shit it was fucking awesome and like they, i yeah. if you saw sammy yelling at the end like in like he was jacked up that's how i felt inside i couldn't yell in my yeah. house and get the kids sleeping but like i that's i wanted to man i was like my, i was like yes let's fucking go dude it was like yeah that, i was I, that, isn't that that's like i said that's pro wrestling man like that's what it when is. wrestling makes me yell at my tv <laughs> that's when i'm my happiest man and i uh when becky lynch was crawling up the cage tonight yeah. um the whole ending sequence of the triple threat um, I'll even give it a little bit. I kind of made some noise whenever Shotzi did her jump off the barricade. Um, but just watching that whole thing play out at the end of the main event, um, absolute who would have thought if you were gonna go back a year ago and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm gonna travel back in time and mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know that Sami Zayn is gonna be critical to the story and legacy of the bloodline. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, right. Now we there was this, I mean, like there's discussion of everything that going into it, right? But a lot of people thinking Sammy would be the like the catalyst of the loss and yep. this would be the beatdown on Sammy. I think going seeing what happened tonight, this shit is nowhere near over. Like nowhere close. Or maybe not close in like the aspect of like the next month, but like maybe rumble something happens. But like I still think they can go further. I think we can carry this shit out. Sam, like, do you want to lose every week seeing not and like even like the Sammy J thing, you could you could do something else now that they're now that they're boys. Like just having Sammy be the, the guy he's being with the bloodline, I think, is just so great and so like it's such it's good shit, as Vince would say. Right? Like I it's good but, shit. It's good shit. Uh I mean, damn, dude. They like you said, they fucking did it. <laughs> they did it. They told that story and it like paid off so well, man. It was fucking awesome. Well, I you know I've heard ton, I listened to a lot of podcasts to include all the podcasts on the WrestleBuzz podcast network. If you guys aren't checking us out, we we, we all we do three main podcasts, and uh, all three are different. All three have different takes and uh, different formats and stuff like that. So you're not getting the same regurgitated information over and over again. Then of course mm-hmm. we do special shows like this in the preview. Um, damn, I was going somewhere with that. Oh yeah, so I was listening to podcasts and um. Let me do a, a drop of fantasy booking before we we cut this thing off. Here we go. Here's the fantasy booking. All right. 
You're going to do Roman versus Seth at the Rumble in a ladder match, split the titles. Yeah. All right. Cody comes back. Cody wins the Rumble. And of course, he comes to he comes after the son of a bitch who put him out in the first place. He goes after the WWE championship, the championship he's always wanted, yep. the championship his dad never got. And then you have Cody and Seth at WrestleMania. Um, that's night one or night two, whatever. Hmm. The other night, tell me, tell me you wouldn't watch Sammy versus Roman Reigns in a main event of WrestleMania. Mm. Tell me, tell me that some, I mean, so what it has to happen is some gnarly shit. Like there has to be like a true betrayal. Like I go back to like, um, what was it? Remember when they, uh, the evolution turned on Randy Orton yeah. and they just like bloodied his ass up. Yeah, and yeah. It was, I mean, it didn't really work because Randy Orton didn't work as a baby face, but Sami Zayn is a baby face. Sure. Man. Imagine just, whatever the story leads to and they just obliterate him. You got Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. I'm not saying he's going to beat Roman Reigns. Mm. If they don't get the rock, of course we want the rock, but Oh bro, I would be on the edge of my seat for every near fall in that match, man. I think uh, to me, they did it. (laughs) I think, uh, and as much as I want to see that at WrestleMania, I think I want to see Sammy win though. And I don't think he would at WrestleMania. So I got you. um, I got you. I, want, I still want to see Rock Roman, and I love the Seth Cody thing. I think it makes the most sense, right? Like you gotta, we gotta finish that off. Cody's gonna come back. If he did, if he doesn't win the Rumble, I'd be surprised. Unless they go the route of Sam. There's another story there too, right? Sammy wins the Rumble. You still have that split title, and then he decides who he who he's gonna face, and he chooses Roman, and that's the fucking huge swerve. Like you oh, think he's gonna choose Seth, damn. and that's then some he Batista chooses shit. Roman. Yeah, it's some Batista, it. with against Triple H, evolution stuff. Like it's kind of let's it's, do it. <laughs> He has the car drops it in like power bottom. There's no way that could fucking happen. Oh man, there's so much room for fucking cool shit to happen out of this. Um, but in order to get there, I want to see that's that those titles split somehow with the, the ladder match. I mean, that's it, right? That's gotta be uh that's yeah. gotta be the one. That's I mean, that's an easy way. way. Uh, that's an easy way, unless they come up with something clever. But they definitely need to split the belts up. But goddamn phenomenal show tonight. Oh, uh, minus yeah. the lag in the middle, but you know. Um, I was hype at the beginning. I was I was hype watching the beginning. I was hype when I stopped watching it. So good for them. Yeah, uh, I I mean we do it a lot, but thank you Triple H for bringing back War Games. I think it was a huge uh, a huge thing to do for the main roster. Uh, it's slowly but surely he can't do it overnight, right? Rome wasn't built in a day deal. He's doing things since he's taken over to make to be better than what it was so we got to give props where where it's due um it's not going to be perfect all the time but i think it, tonight was a fun show F- only five matches on a survival like, that's that's the crazy part right we're used to seeing six seven eight matches on a big show if you watch aw you're watching 15 matches and <laughs> i mean just wild but to get five matches and still have a good time i think uh I think it's good stuff. So uh Bro, takeovers, man. He's he's just making takeovers. Yeah. That's all he's doing. That's Those takeovers are always five, six matches, and they they were banging the entire time. Hell yeah, man. Um so yeah, let's uh let's wrap it up here. Uh if you joined us on YouTube, appreciate it. If you're listening to us after on YouTube, appreciate it. If you're listening to us on the podcast feed, we appreciate it. Uh hell yeah. Gurge, thanks for joining me. Uh where are you had your you're, uh, you're on from the top row podcast and the Russell Buzz Podcast Network. Uh what else? Where else can they hit you? Listen, guys, you can find me, like you said, on the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. I host a, a weekly, semi-weekly show called From the Top Rope. Uh, it's where I count down the top 10 news stories of the week, and I kind of do some opinion pieces on uh, some current events happening in wrestling. Maybe do a little bit of fantasy booking. He's still here. He'll come back. 
uh, at from the top rope on Instagram and Twitter. At from the, <laughs> I was trying to fill it. You can keep going. <laughs> I'm on that New Mexico internet at from the top rope podcast on Instagram. Follow me. Follow the podcast. Follow the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. We're doing fun shit around here. Hell yeah! Uh, before we go, Super Sonic Each War Games match was about an hour, so that I mean, there you go. Why there could have been five matches as well makes sense. But uh, shout out to you, brother. Um, yeah, you can find me at WrestleBuzz on any social media uh, at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. The Rest of Us Podcast Networks, where you want to listen to our all our podcast, and we're starting to put out more YouTube content. Just did an interview last night with Dutch from the Righteous. It's a it's a good one. It was my first, so hopefully you guys enjoy whenever I put it out. Uh, hopefully within the week or so. Um, so we'll start getting some more interviews out, some extra content. Uh, just keep keep on the lookout uh, from us here at WrestleBuzz and the WrestleBuzz Podcast Network. Uh, thanks again for joining us, uh, and have a great night. Enjoy yourselves.